Hi, this is Heather Hamill. I'm again filling in for Tom Brown today. We're talking about women's self-defense. I've been talking a lot about women's self-defense on uh, specifically taking classes and how to learn. Again, uh, Girls on Guard, I really didn't cover too much about what we do or why we're different. Uh, the whole concept with Girls on Guard is, is using your strongest weapons against their weakest targets. Uh, your strongest weapons are going to be your, your legs. Uh, if you think about men, their arms are strong, their shoulders are strong. There's no way you're really going to match that. But your legs, however, are longer. And they are just as strong as a man's arms. And you will teach you how to keep him away by using your legs. It keeps his fists away from you, which is really important. You need to be able to protect yourself. Um, it's also very, it's real good because it's not aggressive. Women have a difficult time thinking they're going to go fight a man. But this gives you the opportunity to keep him away. You can injure him if he continues to come in at you. But it's less aggressive, and I think women are more comfortable with that. Uh, I talked about Mike Wall a couple of times here today. He's, again, the owner of Paradise Valley Karate in, in uh, Phoenix. And uh, he, he takes one for the team every time I do one of these classes. He gears up in a whole bunch of pads, and we teach the entire class. And at the end of the class, he gives you the opportunity to use what you've learned. And he lets you kick him just like you would kick an attacker. And what he does poor guy. He's, he usually has to recover a day or so after this, but he takes those hits and he, he lets you kick him and, and tells you at what point in time you would have injured him had he not had those pads on. And this is important because again, women don't want to hurt people, but you need to know what you can do. And that's why we really call this whole series an empowerment series. It's Girls on Guard, Women's Empowerment. We call it an empowerment series because when you walk out the door, you feel like, I can do this. You see what kind of strength you have um, and that it works. Uh, we give you plenty of time to try out different things, ask questions. It gives you an opportunity to really feel what you are capable of, and it is empowering. It is so awesome to realize that you can protect yourself, um, and you need to be able to. As much as husbands and fathers and brothers would like to be there all the time, that's just not the reality. These girls that are in uh, San Bernardino, uh, they're really they're really scared. They're talking about making sure they're walking with friends and, and doing all those good things, all the right things they should be. You know, all the stuff that you read on the Internet about, you know, don't do this or don't do that, all that stuff can be really good. You just got to be really smart on what you utilize, and it's got to be effective for you. Uh, we the, the other thing I want to talk about today is, is um, guns. And I know not everybody likes guns, but... Uh, the, a gun is the great equalizer. Uh, Mike likes to say, and I think it's a pretty good saying, is who would you rather be shot by? Would you rather be shot by a five foot two cute little uh, girl, or would you rather be shot by a six foot three big hulky man? I don't think anybody wants to get shot by anybody. It doesn't matter, but it's the great equalizer for women. You don't have to be big to be able to shoot a gun. Uh, again, people are not real comfortable about guns sometimes, and they don't like it. But I really think it's important to at least have a basic working knowledge. If you don't want to have a, a gun in your house, I totally get that, and I totally understand that. But it would be good for you to at least understand them. If you happen to be visiting a friend's house and a child comes into the room and they've found a gun, what do you do with it? I had no idea before I got involved shooting how to disarm a gun. I, I would have been, I would have tried to take it away, but I wouldn't have known what to do with it. I wouldn't have known how to make it safe. I shoot, I might've been just as dangerous as the kid with it. As far as I know, you need to know what to do with it. 
there was, uh, I think everybody remembers the baseline rapist. Uh, when he was early on in his career, uh, he had taken some sisters hostage and uh, abused them during the day. And during that day, both sisters gained access to his gun at least once, and neither of them were able to use it. Now, I don't know all the details if it was that they were afraid to use it or if they didn't know how to use it. But I think, I think that's important that women at least know what to do with it, whether it's to make it safe or whether it's to protect themselves or somebody else. It's important to know. But learning how to shoot a gun is not always the funnest things. I don't know if any of you ladies have ever been to a gun show. But I think I was referred to as the little lady quite often at the gun shows, which I can tell you I find very irritating. With my years of uh, doing karate and stuff, I kind of felt like I would like to show them what a little lady I am. But it's, it's important to learn how to, how to shoot, but it's sometimes hard to find a good venue. Uh, right here in Scottsdale, there's a woman named Carrie Lightfoot began something that's called the Well-Armed Woman, and it's an awesome organization. Uh, it's, an, a not, it's a nonprofit organization, and what it's designed is you have different women that are out there. I happen to be a chapter leader of the Scottsdale North chapter, so if you'd like to come and join me to go shooting with me, look up the Well-Armed Woman, Scottsdale North chapter, and that's me. Um, and what you do is we have women teaching women how to shoot. Uh, it's not designed to be an expensive course. It's not like you're going to go in and, and it's $129 for an all-day course. This is just women getting together and sharing their knowledge, and it's awesome. If you're visiting from out of town, best thing is the Well-Armed Woman is nationwide. You can go anywhere in the nation and just about find a, a chapter. Just look up the Well-Armed Woman. I think it's uh, thewellarmedwoman.com. I should have looked that up before the show, but check it out. The, uh, it's important to know what to do with a gun, and guns are scary, I admit it, um, but I can tell you so many women really love it once they get started in it. Once they've done a little bit of shooting, that is just really fun. Um, I usually go out once a month shooting. I've got a group of about seven, eight women that come out fairly regularly. I'm hoping that grows, um, but it's a lot of fun. It, it's a good thing to know. Again, it's the great equalizer. Uh, you just need to be smart. Um, I kind of wish they hadn't got rid of the, the uh, concealed carry Classes. I think that was really important that everybody gets some basic information as well as some of the legal aspects of shooting. You need to know some of that stuff. But all that stuff's available from the well-armed woman. Come out and shoot. And we just do a lot of different stuff. For me, my class, I really like to make sure that we do a lot of drills on how to use your weapon. For me, again, I didn't know anything about guns when I started. I really, uh, I really knew nothing. And um, it was very intimidating for me. It was kind of like, here, load it and then hand it to me, and I'll pull the trigger, and I'll hand it back. That was kind of how I thought I was going to shoot. And um, they made me learn how to use it, and I, that was just so important. Uh, You've got to be able to know what to do with it. You can't, ladies, you can't have your husband say, oh, here, honey, I bought you a gun, and stick it in a drawer and think one day when you need it, you'll pull it out and use it, because it just doesn't work that way. You're going to need to know how to use it. You've got to feel comfortable with it. Um, and there's no way to do that other than getting out in the range and playing with them. You also need to know what's a good gun for you because uh, a lot of these, they're the, 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 the uh, gun shop owners always like to say that it's so important to, to get a good, good gun that has big caliber bullets so that they, it has good stopping power. But I can tell you, if it's such a big gun that you're afraid to shoot it, you're not going to use it anyways. It needs to be a weapon that you are comfortable with. And there's lots of ranges out here that have ladies' night. You can go out and 
and sometimes they're free, sometimes they're not, can rent basically a weapon and try it out. They'll help you there. They'll show you what to do. A lot of options that way. Again, I'm real real favored towards the well-armed woman. I think it's an awesome thing, and it's, and it's mostly women that are there. Uh, so it's very comfortable. I don't know how many women I have come to me, and they said they tried to, to learn how to shoot with their dad or their brother, and yeah, it's, it's just a little difficult that way. Sometimes it's a lot easier with just women. But, you know, again, back to the self-defense the gun is only as good as your ability to get to it. You know, I, I carry a gun uh, in my car, and I also carry one in my purse. Uh, if I was out and about and I felt threatened or I felt like I was in a situation that was dangerous, I would pull my, my weapon out and have it on my body, in my pocket, in my hand, wherever I thought I needed it so that I could utilize it. The problem that you have is when you don't know that you are in a dangerous situation. If you are in a dangerous situation and you're unaware of that, you're not going to have easy access to your gun. And then what are you going to do? You have to have something else. You cannot just rely on a firearm. Uh, if you something happens in your house and you're on the opposite side of where you keep your, your home defense gun, what are you going to do? You need to have a plan. You need to have something else that works for you. Um, I think it was Minnesota. There was a girl that was attacked in a parking garage. Uh, this is a good story in a couple of different ways. I think it really illustrates the need for being physically fit, too. This girl was in a, a parking garage in Minnesota. She came out from work. As she was walking to her car, someone came up behind her and put something to her throat and said, we're going to go for a ride. The girl thought it was a joke, reached up to grab at whatever's around her neck and cut her hand on the knife and then realized that it was serious. She'd taken a self-defense class, and she knew that the next thing she had to do is she had to fight. So she did. She began fighting and fought with a guy and was able to break away from him. And her next thought was, I have to get to my mace inside of my purse. So when she began trying to get into her purse and fumbling with a purse, she's scared. She's nervous. She can't get a hold of the zipper. She suddenly realizes, because he's not left, he's now followed her and he had begun stabbing her. She realized if I continue to try to get to this mace, He's going to kill me while I do it. And she realized she had to stop that, and she had to refocus on fighting him. That's the same thing like a gun. Like I said, if that gun had been in her purse, she's not going to get to it. So you have to have something else. Anyway, she fought with him and fought with him, and he finally stepped away and said, it's a good thing you fought, and he walked away. And she, she was able to get away from him. Now, unfortunately, she was severely injured. She had been stabbed very seriously. Um, and this is where being in good condition comes to play. Uh, she was on the third level of that parking garage, and she got her phone and started calling 911, but 911 couldn't get a good enough signal, signal or they didn't know where she was at. She ended up having to run all down all three flights of that uh, parking garage and then collapsed at the, the, the window where the, they take the, the money, the toll booth, whatever you want to call that. Um, and they found her, and they saved her, and she she lived through it all. But had she not been in some good physical condition, I don't think she could have made that with everything that she'd been through. So self-defense encompasses a lot of different things. you got to make sure you're, uh, you, you've are you got a plan and that you can enact it. Um, things like karate. You, maybe you don't like karate, but there's yoga. There's other workout stuff. All those things really can help you. Uh, it's really important, though, to, to get some kind of training Um one of my friends mentioned to me that date rape is, is a, a real possibility these days. Date rape, you know, I don't know if you realize, but about uh, 9 in 10 
young women who have been raped do not report. There's only 10% of rapes amongst the younger girls that high school, college age that actually uh, tell the, tell their parents or report that they've been raped. It's usually because they were probably doing something they shouldn't have been doing in the first place. And so they're afraid to tell that. Uh, again, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Close out the show. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, we're talking about self-defense. I'm Heather Hamill filling in for Tom Brown. Thank you. <laughs> 